Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. We are having... Well, we, we've tried this before. Uh, You're going to bring it and up. Due, I am. Due to okay. the technical difficulties, it didn't quite pan out for us. But we've got um, kind of a special episode right now. We're interviewing uh, with... We're interviewing Stephen Venom Page, who will be fighting this weekend on the, let's see if I can get this right, Mountain Force MMA 9. Is that right, Steve? Yeah, that is right. That's correct. Yes, Mountain Force MMA 9 uh, taking place uh, Saturday. Uh, Steve will be fighting on that card, and we want he's someone we've known for many years. We wanted to bring him on and uh, just talk to him a bit about it and let him kind of you know, promote himself and promote the the fight card and let us know why we should all be tuned in this weekend. Steve, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Just got done with a good, hard uh, training session. We're, we're doing some wrestling and then uh, finish it out with some striking, um, some kickboxing. All right. Well, that's kind of kind of leads into the first question I had. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, this you, you mentioned that this is a pretty short notice fight. I didn't realize just how short notice it was uh when did you find out about this fight so originally i was supposed this is actually my fourth opponent that i've gone through um i've had three drop out before this um and i i got asked about three weeks ago uh to take the fight and then i had the first three opponents drop out and the last one dropped out last uh friday and then Monday uh, morning, um, I got a text from the promoter, and he's like, hey, I got a possible replacement for you. You willing to take it? And I said, who is it? And then he told me who it was, and I was like, sure, why not? Okay. So you find out Monday, and how long did you say that you've kind of been planning to be on this card? You said about a month? About a month, yeah. Okay. So you find out, or you're told you're going to get a spot on this card a month ago and you go through three opponents in such a short time and you know on monday just you know what five days five six days before the fight you get your actual opponent how do you train for such a short notice kind of fight how do you train train have you been training the same for the whole month have you been training for the whole month you know has you've tra- changed up your training camp for each opponent that you thought you were going to get uh, take me through the process of you know this last month for you so i was originally slated to fight actually muay thai kickboxing um at this uh thing they have like a fitness like a fit they call it fit con um here in uh salt lake and you know i was like okay yeah i'll do it and then they they told me like, Hey, you know, realize it's, you know, we're going to have to fly somebody in to fight you just because of your background and, you know, your, your, you know, your prestige and everything, you know, from, from last year of competing in Taekwondo and, you know, being a national champ and, and a Pan American champ there. So there, so I told, then I got asked, I was like, Hey, you willing to take a, a short notice MMA fight? And I said, you know, yeah, sure. And then I contacted the guys doing the Muay Thai and they were like, Hey, you know, if you can take an MMA fight, take it. And so I was just like, all right, let's do it. So the first two, so the three opponents um, that I went through, they, two of them were actually the same guy. 
one dropped out. He dropped out the first time. They mashed him up with somebody else, and then he dropped out again. Then I went against. Then I was supposed to go against his opponent, and then he dropped out. And then the guy came back saying, "Oh, I'm willing to fight." And then he dropped out again. He's just not a reliable guy. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're dropping out three times in you know less than two weeks, you're not a reliable fighter. And so uh, yeah. I'd say that. <laughs> yeah. So for me, um, I went in with, so what I did is I went and spent a whole weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, down in Salt Lake at the pit, uh, at the pit LLC. Um, that's where, um, some PFL, the professional fires league where they have a yeah. bunch of their fighters there. They have Ramsey Newsom, uh, who was on the ultimate fighter. He was also in, um, he's been on two ultimate fighters. He's fought in the UFC, um, and he runs it. He, he owns and runs it. Um, Steven Seiler, who just fought last year, um, for a million dollars for in the PFL, he was in the finals and, uh, came up short against Lance Palmer. He trains there too. uh, court McGee, who's in the USC, who's actually fighting April 27th. Um, he, he trains there and coaches there. Um, and I was actually lucky enough court was actually there and I walked in and he was like, Oh crap, you're here. You know, I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right, let's get to it. And I actually ended up sparring against core and i've only sparred with him twice now in my life and he's a whole different animal i mean there's different levels of of with the fighting it's kind of like with you know i know this is a podcast about pro wrestling it's the same thing like there's low level indie you know wrestlers and then there's guys that are in the wwe or impact or Ooh, new japan you, you watch who you say that around yeah <laughs> steve someone will beat your ass <laughs> <laughs> We hear plenty of that, but yeah, that's that's amazing though that you're you're able to kind of rub elbows with and and actually get to train with some top level talent. It sounds like so I'm sure that really helps you in your preparation for these fights. Yeah, and so the the like you were saying with the game plan, it did change a little bit. The first mm-hmm. two or the first guys, um, we were planning on. You know, we had a specific game plan, you know, playing to my strengths and to, against their weaknesses. Um, right. And then this guy, he's he's a, a two-time state wrestler out of actually um, Chris's old stomping grounds, Burley. That's right. He's actually a two-time district champ, and he's qualified for state multiple times. But he hasn't wrestled, and he's gained a lot of weight. So I don't know. You know, obviously with wrestling, it's one of those things where it's just it's in your blood. You know, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Once a wrestler, always a wrestler. Yeah, exactly. So you know that's you know that's a big thing. So I I was like, all right, awesome. You know, we'll work it, and you know, hopefully, I'll you know we have. And then it, it kind of, the game plan trying to change, but it, it kind of benefited me because it's you know it's benefiting my striking and my what I call my anti wrestling, where it's more me using my jujitsu and stuff like that. So if I do end up on my back. I can go for sweeps and submissions on this guy. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, with you, it seems, would you kind of class your, classify yourself as predominantly a striker? Um, I'm a, I would say I'm a mixed martial artist. Okay. Um, okay. But predominantly, you know, just because I've been doing strikings recently for so long, mm-hmm. I, I would say, yeah, people consider me a striker, but when after you know i left the military where you know i left you guys and last saw you guys at you know i 
you know, I dedicated myself to the grappling for so long, you know, wrestling and jujitsu. So I, you know, I have that background in me. So I could still, I still grapple. I still train a lot of jujitsu. I, I train at like two different jujitsu gyms, um, you know, to get, to make sure that it's staying up there with my striking. Right. So, you know, he, he might go in thinking you're predominantly a striker, but you've got the background that could really help you in those tight situations when it comes to grappling. So, he, you know, you never want to underestimate anyone, especially when it comes to grappling. Yeah, exactly. you don't make that fatal mistake and then you leave a, leave a limb open or leave your neck exposed and, and it lights out. Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing I noticed about gra- uh, wrestlers compared to, like, other styles of grapplers like judo fighters or samboists or, you know, other things is they, uh, they, they like to – they go – they just go hard the whole time they're they go ham just the whole time and then they gas themselves out yeah and you know it's, it's important in the fight game to really in any kind of sport is to just pace yourself and and keep your kind of keep your gas tank at least at least halfway is what i like to think um yeah. so with that you've had a month to to train for this fight and you know do, do you feel that cardio wise um I guess endurance-wise, you're you're ready to go. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to be ready to go with my endurance compared to him. Um, I think he's had a little bit longer in the sense of preparation, but he's the thing that he has is he he doesn't know a lot about me. Like he can look me up on YouTube and Facebook and all this stuff and Instagram, but the thing is, is he, it's it's just a short notice fight for him as it is for me. Yeah, he's had about two months to prep because he had an original opponent that fell out. But I was training, you know, prior to this, I was getting ready for a Muay Thai fight. So I was working, you know, a ton of my striking and I was working on, you know, other things. Now, the, the disadvantages is, is like in amateur Muay Thai, we're allowed to throw elbows and knees to the head and, and kicks to the head. With amateur MMA in Utah, we're not allowed to kick to the head. We're not allowed to throw elbows. We're not allowed knees to the head. So it, it kind of it's lessening up my abilities to, oh, OK, I can I can't kick to the head. But. It, it's kind of a good thing though because w- he's a wrestler so for him if I throw a kick towards him he might grab it and try to put me on my back which you know obviously I don't want to do you know I don't want to be under a heavy you know heavy wrestler that's just with god awful pressure <laughs> exactly you know or else you, you might be calling me Steven Pancake Page Nickname plug. There we go. No jokes on my show. No jokes on my show, Steve. You don't have to come in here and you start making your own jokes. This was That's supposed to be enough. professional. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, That's good stuff, Steve. When when you first put this out on the social medias, you put it out on Facebook. I'm sure you put it out on Instagram. I think at the same time, probably. Um, yeah. You got a lot of reaction, obviously, from a lot of your close friends. I mean, both Ken and I. You know, several of our mutual friends reacted the same way. You know, excited to see that, that it's happening. Um, one of the well, the question that I saw really was, how do we actually watch this? Like, if we're not there, if we can't get a seat there in Utah and watch the card, how can we see? Lord this? knows, we're I'm not like, flying up to Utah. Yeah, we're not going to make the trip or something like this. But is there a way we'll be able to watch it? Is there a streaming service? Is it online? Does that exist for the, something like this? Yeah. So they actually. So there's an app called Fight uh, TV. Uh, dot tv it's f-i-t-e um uh dot tv and they are 
Um, it's an app you can download. Um, I believe it's fourteen ninety nine to to pay for the the service to watch the to watch it live, and it'll be live streamed. They'll have commentary, um, and they'll have you know it's it's got multiple angles. Uh, it's a really cool thing. I've actually been fortunate enough. I've actually commentated for these this promotion a couple of times. I've actually been commentating like you know like Joe Rogan and you know everybody you know like those kind of guys and. And, it, and I've done it for kickboxing. I've done it for MMA, and it's it's really kind of cool. They, it's a really cool aspect because, like, like you guys said, you know, I, I you know I have you guys and I have friends, you know, that are all over the country mm-hmm. that you know want to watch me fight, but they don't want to, like you said, take the trip all the way out to Utah, sure, just to watch me fight. And, and just so everyone knows, mm-hmm. hold on, just so everyone knows, we're not sponsored by Fight TV, but Fight TV, we would love if you did sponsor <laughs> us. So. If we could just get a plug from them. The interesting thing about Fight TV, though, is that they, they're they definitely a supporter of the wrestling world. The Indie Promotions yeah. Ring of Honor, they're using Fight TV to broadcast the majority of their streams. And uh, All Elite Wrestling is going to be using them in the next coming year and maybe going forward for their pay-per-views and things like that. So it's definitely a great service. I would recommend it as well. So you'd probably be surprised at how many people have heard about it and actually use Fight TV as an app and on their TVs and such. So that's a... That's an interesting thing that they're involved in these, I don't want to call them lower level promotions, but like that they're in, involved with MMA at all, all kinds of levels because it really is good business because a lot of people are going to buy into this, wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah, totally. It's And, and I'm honestly, I, with these other bigger promotions going to these, these apps and these streaming mm-hmm. services, I see more, both like you said, in the wrestling, the pro wrestling community and the the MMA community and in the martial art of the whole martial arts community. Um, cause I, me personally, I see pro wrestling as a martial art. Yeah. I it's do. All, it's all combat sports in one way or another. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so for me, I see it as it's a great, it's a great way to get the, you know, get the ball rolling and get people mm-hmm. more involved in, in understanding, you know, what, you know, people like myself are passionate about to do and, and to put on a show. Right, and it's great. It's great exposure for guys like you that are trying to do a lot of things, you know, going forward and make themselves bigger. Which is kind of my next question: is since you're going to be on this card, kind of what what is the importance of it? You know, what are you using this for to spring forward for you know a bigger card next year, like a, another card in a in a couple months? What do you really want to do short term now that you're on this card and you get to compete, you get to be seen on Fight TV, you know, a fairly large crowd? What's the importance of it? Well. Um, unfortunately I, I got informed that I actually have to get shoulder surgery. Um, okay. and so I actually shouldn't, I, sh- I shouldn't be taking this fight, but, uh, with the importance of this, uh, so I have, is there, there's somebody else on this car that's coming out of my gym and we'll get to that in a little bit. Mm. Um, but we, uh, the importance was, was that this card started out with 12 fights. They're now down to six because people kept on dropping wow. out. And, and that's what you see at, at a regional and low and local level of MMA. And like, sure. like you guys are saying, and it is true. It's a lower level MMA. It's not like the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, they thought that we're trying to, they, you know, degrade it or anything. It's a still, no, no. no I totally understand. Yeah. No, I say no. It. it's a level, you know, cause I train with high level guys that are in like the PFL, the mm-hmm. Bellator UFC. This is low level. <laughs> it is, <laughs> you know, it, it is. And so my thing is because it is at an amateur level. Like most of the fights, I think they have one pro fight, and it's like a, a debut for one guy, and it's you know it's some low level pro who will never ever probably I, I probably won't see. He, he'll probably just do it just to make a little bit of extra money on the side. Like he won't 
right. probably don't see right. going ahead, Riley. But a lot of it's amateur fighters, and that's the thing is though is with amateurs, it's it's not really to get, it's yeah to get your name out a little bit, but it's more to to get the experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so for for me. Like so, I gotta get a shoulder surgery. So I I took this fight just to keep the card together, so it would stay together. Because once it gets below a certain number of fights, the commission, the athletics commission, will kill the card. They'll be like it's not worth us paying our commissioners and the mm-hmm. the inspectors and everything to come up there. So they'll kill it. So I was like, I'll take it just to save the card. Okay. So so now that for you me, have to have surgery, what are you? Is it like going to be like a long long term? You're out of the game, or what's that recovery going to be like? They're saying minimum eight months uh, recovery, and they're saying the long, long term fourteen months. Okay, so you, okay. you might be out of the game at least in the formal training aspect. You can still, you know, stay in shape and do a lot of things like you know cardio and endurance stuff, but you're not going to be able to throw together some match work or anything in the gym there with the shoulder being hurt, huh? No, no, not at all. But the the good thing though is is I I wanted a tune up fight MMA wise. I wanted it after my surgery and, and as an amateur because. I've I've been told multiple times like by my black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, mm-hmm. my black belt in Taekwondo. I, I've had multiple you know Muay Thai instructors and and wrestling coaches. They're like, dude, you're no you're no amateur. You're 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 running a gym. You're you throw kicks like you're a freaking pro. You throw you know judo throws like you're a pro. You hit submissions like you're a pro. You should be a pro. You need to be a pro. Like you you can't be an amateur anymore. You, you this is this isn't even fair to the amateurs that you're fighting. Is uh, uh, is that something that you do plan on doing though? Is going pro? Yes. Yeah, so, so my plan is after I get the shoulder surgery and I recover, I'm going to take about three months, and I'm just going to train in, in the pro rules. You know, the the unified pro rules. You know, with the elbows, elbows on the ground, because because it is a whole different ball game compared to amateur fighting. It, it right. is. You know, you got the elbow aspect. That's a big aspect. People don't realize that's a big aspect. Oh, no, no, elbows. Got- I have a cut above my eye. Permanently now, I have a scar from from an elbow. Ooh, yeah, and and it's just a whole different ball game, and you know, and especially on the ground, and then and then the submission game. You know, the submission game changes a lot too with the twisting leg locks. You know, with heel hooks and and uh, toe holds and hip locks, and then you also got the, the twister or the uh, or as Matt, you know, Mister Matt Riddle likes to say, the bro mission. You know, <laughs> you got, yes, you got. You know these submissions that are just different, and you gotta know how to defend them and get out of them. Luckily, you know I train with two of the high, most high level uh, black belts in this in my in our region where I live. That I can, you know, I I get put in these submissions and I get out of them no problem. So it's you know it's good to get beat up and be a freaking dummy. But oh yeah, but it's 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 a whole different thing. So my plan is I will take about three months, um, and then I'll probably and then I'll probably take a pro fight, make some money, and then. Um, even though I know uh, there's a promotion in Vegas slash, um, uh, Mesquite that's been like begging and pleading with me, like, don't, don't go pro. Cause they're like the, they're the UFC of amateur MMA and they don't want me to, to go pro. Cause they want me to fight as an amateur for them. I'm like, ah, I'd rather make some money. Oh yeah. M- money is the king. <laughs> but, uh, w- with your time, time off that you're going to have because of your surgery, um, are you going to spend more time training? Some of your fighters, you, you you were talking about how you run your own gym. Uh, do you have fighters that you train currently that you know you're going to kind of focus on during your recovery? Yeah, yeah. We got we got one 
our high our like i guess we could say our number one fighter um she's she's actually fighting on this card and then i actually got like four up-and-coming fighters that i manage and, and train and they uh once fought before and then i got three that are wanting to fight and uh you know once fought but he he's He's taking short. He's like me. He's taking short notice fights, and he hasn't really trained for them. He just was like, "Sure, I'll fight." And yeah. he thinks he, he has a since he has a background in karate and he's got a black belt in karate. He thinks he'll he'll be fine. And then he gets stomped by these wrestlers, and and jujitsu fighters. And and so I was like, "Okay, we need to work on your grappling." So we got him, um, and then we got uh, we got a couple other guys who who have fought, and then we got a couple of guys who are going to be making their MMA debuts. And I'm just going to focus on them, make sure they get ready. Uh, they got they got a card coming up in um, in July, and then um, and then like our our top our top fighter, uh, she's got a she's actually fighting on this card. She's actually defending her title, uh, her 125 okay. title, and then she's actually fighting for Tough Enough, the the UFC of uh, amateur fighters, uh, amateur promotions. Uh, she's fighting for she's hopefully going to be fighting for them in June. Um, actually the week before international fight week and she's actually supposed supposedly we don't know yet but supposedly what they've been telling us and telling her is that she's going to be fighting for their title also and uh, wh what's her name so that way we can follow her as well while we're watching on saturday uh her name is casey pierce casey pierce okay and she's uh she'll be the co i believe she's the co-main event of the card um, she'll be defending her, uh, 125 flyweight, uh, women's title against, uh, Jocelyn Kaufman. Um, and it's going to be a good fight. Um, we've been, we've been prepping her and, and that's the thing is, is, uh, we were getting her ready for this card. I wasn't even planning on taking a fight, you know, ex until April. And I was like, okay, well, let's just focus on her. So we spent about a good six weeks just, you know, five to six weeks just prepping her and so she got all the attention for five to six weeks and then boom we got you know then all of a sudden they were like hey do you want to take a fight and i was like yeah sure and and with the, my first couple opponents i wasn't i was serious about it but i wasn't like die hard because these guys that they were gonna have me fight like i i knew who they were i know their background and i was like okay it's not gonna be a hard fight with this guy i don't know a lot about him except that he's a wrestler so i know it's gonna be a tough grind out kind of fight so i've been taking it a lot more serious this this whole week like i'm supposed to be taking it nice and easy today and the last couple of days but i've been pushing myself hard with cardio and uh, we have a couple of wrestling uh, wrestlers that are um that are actually in high school or just graduated high school that are wrestling uh wrestling champs from from uh idaho and i've had them coming in just trying to put me on my butt and to shoot on takedowns and i've been able to stuff stuff most of their takedowns and and take their backs and choke them out with uh rear neck chokes but it's just you know that's what we've been doing as is i've been pushing myself and trying to get myself in that mental preparation to to go to war now that's good that's good stuff it's it sounds like you're definitely preparing yourself the best you can and it's going to be unique though you know going up against a pure wrestler like you said he's a, a state champion right so it's going to be there's going to be a grind there, and it might actually be, you know, a long battle for you. So make sure you're doing the cardio. Make sure you're prepped. And uh, we talked about this just a little bit earlier because you mentioned this is a wrestling podcast, so we got to get into it real quick, Steve. WrestleMania is coming up. It's Oof. it's next week. Are you going to watch it? Are you have you stayed up with with the build and everyone that's going to be on it? It could be between seven and eight hours long. What are your thoughts on WrestleMania? And uh, you're going to be there with us watching live. 
Uh, I'm going to be watching live. Definitely going to be watching on the the WWE Network. I, I keep my I keep my subscription up, <laughs> which which we are not sponsored by, but <laughs> WWE we would You're not stupid. mind. Get out. Go on, Steve. <laughs> what were you saying? But yes, I've been watching the build. Um, man, the the main event, I the first ever women's main event, and yeah, and it's featuring stuff. an MMA fighter. Yeah, you know she that's crossover. Yeah. You know. But this is the other reason why is is uh, I don't know if you guys have been watching the MMA news, but Conor McGregor just uh, announced that he yeah. might be retiring yeah. from MMA. What does and that mean? Possibly. I mean, and then it Finn could be the whole. And, I, mean, I don't want to say because I don't want Conor to come try and kick my ass. Yeah, <laughs> come on over. You know, the Demon King wants wants some of the Irishman, and oh, it, it kind, of, kind of made me kind of think like, oh, are we gonna have a we're gonna have a little cameo from Mr. McGregor in the in the WWE. I think this is more of a negotiation ploy by McGregor than a uh, attempt to get into WWE. But there could be a future there with Connor. Yep. Uh, there, a lot of you know that that crossover appeal, like with what Ronda has, she and she was instantly thrust into the top. But the size of McGregor also is a huge negative factor. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, I, I, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, his size is, yeah, that's a big problem there, but I mean, he, he can make anything work and you know, that's just how he is. He's, he's one of those guys who'll, he'll do anything. He'd be a for- hell of a manager. Bubs, don't you oh, think? Yeah. Oh, I think he'd be a great mouth. I think there's definitely uh, a future with him in, in wrestling. Uh, I don't know so much about the actual, like, you know the the draw himself in the ring, but then again, we've seen more ridiculous things happen. So I'm not tuning. So like Floyd Mayweather fighting the Big Show. Oh yeah, that was some good TV. <laughs> well, and we've seen it, it just recently in the recent couple of weeks with the WWE, with the whole you know things have gone kind of like like wow, did not see that coming, or oh that was late noticed. So yeah. Totally watching it. Um, I am super, super pumped. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for you know not only WrestleMania but also NXT Takeover. That's, um, you know, that's yeah, your be- girl Shayna Baszler. You're a big fan of her, right? Oh yeah, she's yeah. I'm a big fan of her. Um, you know, obviously you have her, Jessamyn Duke and Maria Shafir, who's mm-hmm. you know, and, and Ronda, who are the four horsewomen of MMA. They're you know they're all in the WWE now, and what. I'm loving is that you know Marie, you know, is you got Maria Shafir and Jessamyn Duke and Shayna Baszler all down developmental. But honestly, I kind of I don't know. I have this feeling after NXT Takeover, they're gonna get at least Shayna. I can at least see Shayna, but I can see possibly them shoving them up into the into the main roster. Yeah, there's a lot of potential there with with the NXT as a whole. They've they yet to pull the trigger on any of the horsewomen stuff, but they keep slowly going in that direction, or at least it, they're teasing us with it. So we'll see what happens there. This weekend's going to be pretty exciting, and we got a, a couple minutes left. Want to give you a quick plug here, a chance to throw out where we can find you on their social medias. Anybody who's been training you, you know, a chance to just throw out some names and where we can find you, so the listeners can actually go out there and kind of grow the support network for you. Um, yeah, I'm on Facebook.com. Uh, you can just look me up at Stephen Venom Page. Um, I'm also on Instagram, uh, and it's uh, uh, Stephen um, underscore Venom underscore Page on Instagram. You can look me up there. Um, I'm always posting up, uh, you know, training pictures and training videos. Um, and I'd like to 
put out a big shout out to my my coaches, um, Ammon Hatch, uh, Dane Aristizabal, who's also my my Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt, uh, Ramsey Newgem, Marco Sanchez, uh, and obviously Court McGee. You know, and then obviously a big shout out to you know my training partners, uh, Mitch Ramirez, uh, Casey Pierce, uh, uh, Chrisula. I can't say her last name. She's got a great name. It's so hard to say. <laughs> uh, Amy Stevens uh, or Amy Rissazabal. She's uh, you know, she's Dane's wife. She's been training with me too, and she's getting ready for her fight. And okay. so, you know, they, I, you know, and then obviously, uh, Raf, uh, Raf Fernandez and Amir Alam out of a uh, tenth planet Salt Lake City. Um, they, they've helped me out a lot too, get me ready for this fight. Well, Steve, thank you so much for joining us uh, once again, everyone. This has been. Uh, You've been listening to Stephen Venom Page, who will be fighting this weekend on Mountain Mountain Force MMA, correct? Mountain Force MMA 9 this weekend on Fight TV. Uh, Give us the time and date that this all starts. Um, So the the fights will start uh, 7 um, p.m. Mountain Standard Time, um, and it'll, uh, um, it'll be... The fights will be on, uh, like you said, Fight TV, um, March 30th, um, and again at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. All right, everyone, that is this Saturday at, I guess, 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, On Fight TV, it is Mountain Force MMA 9, featuring Stephen Venom Page, who has graced us tonight. Uh, thank you once again, Steve, for joining us. It's been a real pleasure, and we wish you the best of luck this weekend. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, no problem. See you, le- see you later, Steve, and thank you for joining us, everyone who is listening, and go out and subscribe to Fight TV and watch some good old MMA action. <laughs>